0: The relationship between athletes and cannabis has long been decried for its perceived negative association. Thankfully, that misconception is being reshaped as athletes are now experiencing a certain form of liberation, one which has inspired them to move from the shadows and serve as advocates for the medicine that they deem so vital. These stories are worthy of greater attention and will serve to help augment the discourse around medicinal cannabis. The cannabis culture in sport deserves to be celebrated, not maligned. And these conversations will move us in that direction. Welcome to Winning with Cannabis, with your host Bill Bronner. Welcome to Winning with Cannabis. This is your host Bill Bronner. Hope
1: this um, podcast interview finds all of you well. Um, at, at the outset, I wanted to note to all listeners that um, my heart is um, kind of reaching out to you with positive vibrations during this very troubling time for so many of us, and. Hopefully this uh, interview and and many more like that are giving you uh, an opportunity to kind of pause and inject yourself into kind of some more pleasant dialogue outside of, um, you know, the dialogue that seems to be suffocating so many of us. So with that aside, I wanted to introduce an individual who is wildly impressive. She is none other than Heather DeRose, who is a sponsor to Trailrunner, multimedia journalist, Renowned public speaker and co-founder and CEO of Greenhouse Healthy. Welcome to the program, Heather.
2: Hi, thanks for having me.
1: So, Heather, I I know that you um, and probably still to to some extent uh, struggle with epilepsy, and were diagnosed at a, a young age. And it was through that, I'm sure, incredibly difficult journey. Um, in terms of wrestling with that disorder, that you eventually came to um, a series of realizations in regards to the therapeutics. Shed some light as to how that kind of journey came to be and you were able to um, surmount through, through the use of medicinal cannabis?
2: Yeah, for sure. So I was diagnosed when I was a teenager um, with epilepsy and what that looked like, what my future looked like. There's still a really trending doctor mentioned cannabis or CBD oil or anything at that time. I was also in... For me, the stigma of cannabis use was, I believed a lot of the misinformation that was out there, and I didn't even try cannabis until I was in college, and still then it was just very uh, minimal use. I didn't really get benefits. Until I had seizure reoccurrence in my uh, early 20s, and I started researching it more and found the video of Charlotte Figgy, who was um, the little girl that had epilepsy living in Colorado, and how it really helped her, and um, it just inspired me to learn more about, you know, how it might be able to help me, and. I tried it and helping um, the duration, you know, if I were to have a seizure and learned about how it could protect my brain if I were to have a seizure from possible damage. Um, so that really sparked to move to call access to it.
1: I'm curious, what was there, Knowing the negativity that still uh, in many circles um, surrounds the cannabis debate nationally. Were they more on the sidelines or did they promote the idea, knowing full well that, you know, you had done research, you had actually practiced with the medicine and were able to kind of bear witness to its efficacy were they the onboard or question marks?
2: You know, it's it's even still kind of hard to talk about. My my mom still, there's there's some misinformation in her mind about it. And even though I talk about it. Um, and she knows that it's helped me, there's still that, a little bit of friction when the topic comes up. (laughs) Um, So it's, I can definitely um, empathize and understand what other people are going through when they're trying to use this as a natural alternative and to help their health or their condition and they're struggling talking to family about it still. So I'm going through that still a little bit.
1: Well, that's a um, relationship, at least surrounding that particular subject, and knowing how you have been able to kind of, uh, um, you know, played such a transformative role. I can only hope that you know both your parents are are proud of you know what you've been able to accomplish in this particular sector because it's 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 no easy feat, and it certainly is deserving of of great praise. So, um, you know, sometimes For people sure. are. A bit uncompromising, and you know, it, it takes time sometimes a lot of time for people to be convinced. For sure. Take it. Um, kind of steering the conversation back towards college, the frequency of seizures, um, and forgive me, I'm a bit of a layman. Uh, I imagine there's different extremes of disorder. Uh, were what was your condition fairly severe? And my follow up question is. Um, by, you know, during your experience with medicinal cannabis, did you see a fairly dramatic reduction of seizure activity? Did it kind of happen overnight or did it take, you know, months of kind of ingestion for the system to really kind of process and and work to combat the seizures?
2: Yeah, so I was fortunate enough I wasn't, I didn't have seizures like hundreds of seizures every day like a lot of people um, with epilepsy. I I honestly didn't keep track of my seizures once I started having them because as a teenager, um, I wanted to get my driver's license. I kind of just pretended, you know, that I didn't have it and didn't talk to a lot of people about it Um, unless my family or friends were witnesses to it. It was still, you know, kind of embarrassing. And so I really tried to downplay it. And I also was very optimistic. I didn't want to let it control my life, the fear, because it was... You know, I I really didn't know what was what my future looked like. So, um, it it definitely um, I'm three years seizure free now. Um, so even when I was in Colorado, I had a seizure, and at that time, it was during um, a pretty stressful week or so, and I was doing things different and didn't have a lot of sleep. So I think I mean it's there's cannabis is just a tool, and I found that that's been able to help. My overall health, um, and then changing eating habits and fitness. So it's it's not just one thing that stopped the seizures. I think that it's just a it's a you know a culmination of a lot of different things. And cannabis is a tool um, that can help that. And then while also being a neuroprotectant, um, you know, aiding in inflammation, all the medicinal properties that it has for the body.
1: I'm delighted to learn, Heather, that your disorder is now, you know, you're maintaining a certain level of control um, of it, uh, you know, as opposed to life before the discovery of cannabis. And um, yes, with many of these diseases, it's become quite clear within kind of empirical evidence that there is really no silver bullet. Um, The significance of, of cannabis as part of a treatment regimen is unquestionably strong. And effective, but just like you said, it's usually a combination of factors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and action to or all part of, of the recovery. You, you mentioned that uh, you set your sights out west for Colorado, a place that's near and dear to me. I lived out there for quite some time, and mm-hmm. if uh, if I recall correctly, started working on the production side in uh, in a cultivation center. Correct.
2: Yeah, my first uh, door was on a an all outdoor organic farm where we had 6,000 plants in the mountains, and so it was really mind blowing. Actually, um, I'd never seen a farm at all outside organic, so it was really awesome to be, a, um, growing this medicine in such a beautiful environment and seeing how you know, all of the different people that I met on the farm had these stories and I wasn't you know, epilepsy at that time. I still, you know, was just not really comfortable about it. And but hearing these, everybody that I worked with or encountered with the plant had this story of how it affected them or a friend or family member. And it just started inspiring me um, to, you know, kind of it just made me happier to feel like I was doing something that was helping not only myself, but the planet and all these other people that I was meeting and it just gave me hope um, and inspiration for our future.
1: That's terrific. We have to take uh, a brief commercial break and then we're going to pick up where we left off. Okay.
0: Our advertisers are winners. Please check them out during this brief timeout to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com We're back on the field of play with more Winning with Cannabis only on CannabisRadio.com
1: So Heather, you were discussing your experiences out in Colorado and they seem to be um, a very instrumental role in kind of shaping your Mindset, and in many ways, kind of launching your trajectory uh, more and in a larger manner. In, in as far as um, your role in the cannabis industry, started on the production side, and clearly that whet your appetite, and you obviously moved into advocacy and um, the, the realm of <clears throat> athletics in particular. And I know in 2017, and this is something that's. Definitely an important point to emphasize that you became the first athlete to complete the entire national tour of what at the time was referred to as the 420 Games and then subsequently was described as the Civilized Games. That was quite an undertaking. And you did that with your husband, correct?
2: Yeah, we, we set out on this journey together. Um we, we found the 420 Games, and we were consuming cannabis and trail running in the mountains in Colorado, and we're like, oh, these people are doing this too. And they're showing how, you know, cannabis can be part of an active life buzz that... You know they're just lazy and sitting around not doing anything. Um, so we really wanted to, you know, meet these other people that were involved in races and cannabis and could run a 4.20 mile at race and um, a journey and opportunity to connect with the community. And people were there, you know, on skateboards with their dogs, mile racers and children. So it was just really awesome to see that community um, come out in this as part of you know a healthy life.
1: That's amazing. And, and forgive my ignorance, are, are the 420 games still ongoing or did they have to discontinue them for various reasons?
2: Uh, I know Civilized, they transformed into the Civilized games um, because Civilized Media, I think, bought them. And I know they had a few technical difficulties. They were trying to have one speech, I believe, uh, last year. And I'm not sure if because of the current um, unprecedented events this year or not. Um, So I really don't know what moves they are making to um, continue those races.
1: I know that uh, you're an NASM certified personal trainer, and were kind of involved in Colorado. Colorado, athlete represented Normal as an athlete as part of the Colorado Normal Athletics chapter. As a personal trainer, I was uh, was very really central um, to your work. Were you athletes? A mixture of above, and um, what, what sort of experiences did you have generally with the athletes that you were?
2: Uh, primarily national, we hosted a uh, Ragnar Trail relay race. So we had a eight-person team where we completed 114.4 miles um, over the course of less than 23 hours. And then we also hosted last year our greenhouse healthy retreat in Jamaica. Um, so we had uh, several different aspects of training there um, where we participated in runs and then just physical training. And we hosted a um, training session at the Colorado Normal uh, camp out a couple of years ago, where we just had a fitness class where people could consume cannabis outdoors and then participate in the fitness classes. And then we also have uh, individual clients that we work with. And some of those can look like even somebody that's suffering from uh, arthritis or something that just wants to use a topical to get them out of pain and more comfortable before they can actually um, start moving. And we talk to people about how they can, you know, first start incorporating cannabis. And if they, you know, feel like they have any other questions, they can talk to us about it that way as well.
1: So I know part of the the training regimen is uh, kind of a renewed emphasis On diet and you mentioned earlier uh, about an upcoming hemp nutrition book that um, you helped to author how how are you integrating hemp based nutrition with your clients and if you can if you can remark a little bit about the book what the genesis of the book was and just kind of a a simple synopsis of, uh, of the book for listeners
2: Yeah, for sure. So um, throughout this journey, I've actually found that a more uh, whole food, plant-based diet has been more beneficial for me um, in my daily life as well as an athlete. And so when researching different kinds of nutrition, we found um, the hemp plant, which Is remarkable because it contains all of the amino essential amino acids your body needs to get from its diet and not a lot of plants are like that Um, and then we really dove more into the other nutrients that um, the hemp plant has and how it can be grown without pesticides herbicides you know it helps the planet and can really feed the planet Uh, sustainably and naturally, and then it can also feed animals, plant in general. And we started learning more about the nutrition, incorporating it because it can be anywhere from hemp milk to, you know, you can make hemp burgers um, and hemp flour can be made into bread. So we also held an educational event in Denver where we had hemp chili, um, hemp bread, people got to try different kinds of hemp foods and nutrition and we discussed all the the benefits of that. And so we're compiling a book um, that's going to have all what we've learned about hemp nutrition and then recipes and how people can incorporate it into almost anything, um, and still get these benefits of this plant, um, in their, their diets.
1: That's terrific. I applaud your efforts. When do you anticipate that book, um, being completed and how can individuals learn more about where they can obtain a book like that?
2: Yeah, so the book will be um, published later this year, and there'll be uh, updates, and people can sign up for um, news on its release on he- greenhousehealthy.com.
1: Terrific. So now, I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, you have since left the Colorado area and returned back home to Missouri, and you founded your company. Greenhouse Healthy in Colorado and just transition it to Missouri?
2: Correct, yes. So last year we founded Greenhouse Healthy um, in Colorado several years ago and we moved back to our home state of Missouri last spring. Um, They I have, now have a medical cannabis program that was passed in November 2018. Um, and so last year, I was able to apply to uh, get my authorization to cultivate cannabis as a patient. Um, so that's what I'm doing in Missouri right now.
1: Terrific. Uh, and being that Missouri is a bit far removed, at least geographically, from um, other areas in the country where the cannabis culture is a bit more pronounced. I'm deeply curious about cannabis culture in Missouri. I can't imagine it's too wildly different than um, other parts, but is it largely concentrated in the cities where you have, um, you know, interest and, and dispensaries or is it fairly really diversified? Um, is it a, a fairly wide demographic pool that are, um, you know, utilizing the, the plan for medicinal purposes or is it still very much kind of in the quote-unquote budding stages? What's the industry like there?
2: I would very much say that it still is in uh, the budding stages. Um, the The program or the initiative was passed November 2018. However, it has taken the Department of Health and Senior Services a little while um, and there's been, they just announced all of the license holders this uh, year. By the end of, by the beginning of this year. So they're hoping dispensaries will be opening this summer. Um, But as patients, uh, we were able to get our cultivation authorization as of last year, which is really nice because a lot of states still don't have that authorization available for patients. Um, But the dispensaries are still uh, opening, planning on opening this summer. And I'm excited to see uh, how it goes.
1: Absolutely. Uh, You and I both, that bodes well for the future of Missourians. We have to take another brief commercial break and then we'll um, finish up our conversation here shortly. Sounds
0: good. Our advertisers are winners. Please check them out during this brief timeout. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living.
3: Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth.
0: Only on cannabisradio.com
1: Oh let the marijuana llama tell you something now about a game for your phone gonna make you say wow the game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash grow the seeds and the board put the savings in the stash little by little your empire grows large put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill Willie Nelson with Khalifa with a bong The
0: name of the game is him pink that's the point while you light yourself a joint, the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on you know.
3: Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc.
0: natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on.
3: It's a dog's life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio.
0: We're back on the field of play with more Winning with Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: So Heather, we were talking earlier about the um, relatively recent launch of Greenhouse Healthy and what you and Antonio have accomplished to date and what your vision is of the future. I know there's a charity effort that is deeply important to the two of you. Can you describe that a little bit more uh, in depth and um, explain its significance?
2: Yeah, for sure. So we um, started our team Greenhouse Healthy on our the Charity Miles app a couple of years ago, and we're almost at 10,000 miles. Our team has either walked, uh, biked, or ran for charity, and there's several different charities that each team member can they can choose they can change their charity that they donate but every mile they walk or um, run or bike is donated to the charity of their choice and every race that we do as well um, we are donated to charity through that app so it's, it's very exciting way to kind of have a community that's out there, being you know physically active while also donating to charities um, around the world.
1: Excellent. Sounds like a top-notch effort.
2: Thank you.
1: And I want to shift gears for a moment um, to the kind of the, the current pandemic climate that we're all living in and um, kind of wrestling with on uh, in, in kind of various ways. Uh, you had mentioned. I think it's becoming far more commonplace that everyone's kind of shifting to this virtual um, world, and it's becoming increasingly popular. And I was a bit, I was not too terribly surprised that trail racing um, is now transitioning to virtual platforms and that you have recently completed two races. Can you explain that a little bit more? And um, yeah, I'm really interested.
2: Yeah, it's been um, an interesting transition. I have never participated in a virtual race until this year, Um, but we just did on 420, we participated in the Mile High 4.20K that's located in Denver. They had their first one last year and then this year it was virtual. So we did a 4.20K to show how cannabis um, can be used as part of a healthy and active lifestyle and that community came together. And then we also did a an Earth Day 5K as well um, that donated to the, a charity for that registration and then we also did it for our Charity Miles team as well. Um, and then we have several more races throughout the year um, that will... Be participating in. One is Stop veteran Suicide. It's a virtual race. And so anyone can join these too, which is really awesome because that's a little bit of a different aspect is you don't have to travel to go to these races. You can kind of get a larger community together, um, which I didn't anticipate. So it's been a, a learning and kind of a, I'm, I do definitely do miss racing alongside other people and the aspect of being there. But this has brought, you know, a whole new light to gathering together virtually and doing things that you know we all believe in. So it's really an exciting experience.
1: That's really neat. I'm pleased to hear that the uh, community has been able to adjust um, you know, pretty seamlessly to the current situation at hand. What's the, what, what were the participation levels like in the two races? Did you find that uh, it was comparable to kind of conventional races?
2: Uh, I'm not really sure the exact participation level Um, with the 4.2 okay it's kind of everyone can do it at their own leisure and then we update our you log in your time online so they have until April thirtieth to complete the 4.2 OK. So then, at the end of the month, um, we'll know exactly how many people, and then you can go on the the page and see who participated and kind of connect that way as well. Um, but you know, compared to anyone being able to participate all over the world to, you know, a certain amount of people just are participating and driving to these events. And um, I'm not sure, it'll be interesting to see the, the statistics of how many people are participating and what that looks like.
1: That's neat, again, it, it heightens my spirits to know that people are still very much engaged and you can create a certain level of interaction, which is far from ideal. Um, But it definitely kind of, you know, fills in that void spiritually, I think, for a lot of people, yourself and yourself included. Um, So the the company Greenhouse Healthy, how can people find you? And I'm not sure if you're active on social media, Um, how you can be um, identified on on both. That'd be great.
2: Sure. Yeah, I'm on um, all the social platforms at Heather DeRose or The Heather DeRose Instagram, Facebook and then all of that information can also be found on our website at GreenhouseHealthy.com
1: Terrific well thanks so much for participating in this segment thanks really appreciate segment. all your feedback and um, you have a terrific story and I wish you all the best of luck um, into the future for both you, uh, you and your husband.
2: Thank you I really appreciate that You too. Have a
1: great day, Heather. You
2: as well.
0: Bye. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited